Welcome into BTP the podcast, episode number two. Dave, they said it couldn't be done. They didn't believe that episode two would ever get made, and they they brought us back. Episode two is at least recorded. Maybe it'll never see the light of day, but we are recording it right now. This is what Tuesday night, September twentieth. We're here. Yeah, and and now we have made it on to multiple platforms. We're an right. omni-channel podcast at this point. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know where this is going to go. Who knows? Sky's the limit is what they like to say. I have been receiving text today uh, about when does the next pod episode drop. And I kid you not. Like this, let me just say something, AJ. This pod has done something to this league. It has reinvigorated this league. Um, You know, once again, uh, years ago, we mentioned this last week. The the message board was a big deal several years ago. And now we've kind of gone cold a little bit. This podcast has done so. Everybody's fired up. Hey, well, that was the vision. Um, I spent... You know, I think we kind of landed yesterday on a text uh, when we were going to record this. I've spent the last 24 hours in inner turmoil trying to figure out whether I wanted it to be Tuesday night or Wednesday night. And, you know, schedules aside, I I was trying to think, okay, do we want to talk about waivers? Do we want to talk about not waivers? Like, we want to wait for that to go through. Um, There's plenty to talk about. So we'll we'll go through with this. Hopefully there won't be a whole lot of drama ever on waivers. Um, Who knows? Somebody might spend all their fab this week. So you never really know. Um, But it was a pretty dramatic week. Uh, in week number two within Big Ten uh, fantasy football. Well, and I want to just say uh, my apologies to you. You invested heavily into Trey Lance. We all saw that injury on Sunday. That has to be frustrating for you to you. That was a guy you were kind of eyeing, thinking it's a poor man's Jalen Hurts, a poor man's Lamar. He was expected to have a great year. And I'm so sorry that now you're dealing with uh, Trey Lance out for the year. Uh, worse yet, I already had Dak on my IR, so I drafted right. three. Right. I drafted three quarterbacks. Uh, Jalen Hurts, that one worked out so far, uh, but Dak is out for you know four to six weeks, and then my uh, my other quarterback, I was like, hey, I got Trey Lance there, so I'm um, I'm I'm you got there's some uh, there's some DMs that have been sent out to uh, proposals for trades. There is uh, some some uh, waiver wire um, priorities that have been set. Um, I've got some some stokes in the fire, and I'm trying to figure out what to do here because I need another quarterback. Well, maybe you can talk to John Foss and or Jason Dollum about what life is like with very little quarterback help. Um, I, I, I'm i sorry. It was tough to see. But you're right. A lot of craziness happened, and we'll talk to the owner who had Tua uh, in, in just a moment. But, yeah, I mean, what, what about – speaking of your team, though, for a second, you re- remind me again, remind the listeners – we go in to Sunday night, no, sorry, Monday night football, Monday and you're night. like, you're out of it, man. Like, Chicken Wings got you. Mike Toll's all over you. Uh, he even had a guy to go. You're like, it, hey, it's been a good run for this week. And what in the heck happened? Yeah, terrible week. Again, you, you mentioned the Trey Lance um, injury. That happened early in the game. So when you lose a player that is, is you know projected to score 20, 25 points, and you lose him early in the game, he has two on the board, right? And you get stuck there. You're stuck with two points from your second quarterback. Um, it puts you at a, a sizable disadvantage. Um, so I, I go into this, I'm down 70 points. Okay, so it was, um, let me look, 133 to 63 heading into uh, Monday night. Uh, and uh, Chicken Wing had Isaiah McKenzie. If you remember, Isaiah McKenzie famously from the uh, the, <laughs> the auction was auto-drafted to Chicken Wing's team. He didn't know who he was, um, but now he's in his starting lineup. And it, it may have cost him the game um, starting 
who is Isaiah McKenzie. Um, but he had Isaiah McKenzie in that first Monday night football game. And I had Stefan Diggs and Jalen Hurts. Now, the, between the two of them, I needed 70 points and to hope that Isaiah McKenzie uh, didn't do anything crazy. Now, Isaiah McKenzie was his value was upped even a little bit because Gabriel Davis was ruled out of that game. So Isaiah McKenzie goes from receiver three or four, whoever he is on that team, up one notch. And uh, Josh Allen, um, they put up a million points and barely any of them went to Isaiah McKenzie. So it ends up 139.75 to 137.72. And it it went ahead. Stefan Diggs goes out in that game. He blows up. He gets 38.8 points, uh, but he's done in the third quarter, right? So he's going to get no more. Jalen Hurts goes out and, and has a gangbuster first half. And in the second half, they don't really do anything. So I was legit watching this, this score because it bumped up and alerted me when I took the lead. And I had 140 points at one point. And then it went negative and it went down and then it went back up again and it went negative like two or three times. And I'm just thinking to myself, man, just watch this, this historic comeback, this, this amazing thing that nobody thought could come happen. And I'm almost positive. I, I went and looked back. I can't find it. I'm almost positive that I was a 98% chance of loss. Wow. You know, that little toggle wow. that kind of shows your chance of winning. Wow. I'm almost positive at the I beginning of that game, it was 98% loss. So you have that as well. Um, and, uh, and I thought I was just going to, I thought, you know, it was going to be one of those things where Jalen Hurts takes a, a knee you know, minus two yards rushing and it puts me below and I end up losing this, this historic way, but you know, I ended up winning. Um, I feel bad for, for chicken wing. I went back and looked at those, the, the game yeah. recaps, It's crazy. Uh, chicken wing would have defeated six of the other 10 teams. Only three other teams outscored him this week. So he should have probably won this week and it was probably came in devastating fashion. So uh, my apologies. Well, it was a, certainly a wild week, a lot of fireworks. We saw past the football. Scotty uh, took down Dan Meyer, um, Meyer, not a great week, but you know, Josh Allen certainly helped out Scotty's team blew right past Meyer on Monday night. Um, strange deal with with Norman. We'll have to figure out why he started a a, a, a tight end with. I, well, I guess he he started Hunter Henry. We've got logged zero points, zero catches. Um, that obviously didn't help him as he loses to the air balls. Um, we didn't mention this last week. Um, when we were debriefing draft, we kept our briefs on, but we were debriefing draft in week one of the podcast. But we didn't talk about this crazy thing that's new this year, and that is only five bench spots. And I can tell that it's already yeah. – it's tight on that bench, and it's hard to drop guys, and who are you going to pick up, and who do I drop? And there's already some uh, some very difficult decisions that have to be made on people's benches. How do you feel about five bench spots? We've always done six. That was probably my bad. Once we were in the draft, it kind of is what it is. And so it'll be just interesting this year to play around with five bench spots. That's not a lot of room on your bench. Well, and in true acting commissioner fashion, uh, we're 14 rounds into the draft and you considered changing it <laughs> to add another bench spot. Uh, quickly got shut down. I, it is tough. I mean, it, it, I didn't say tough. I was a great commissioner, by the way, AJ. In fact, if you look back in our history books, and this will be part of our uh, uh, segment maybe in, a, in future weeks, I was actually um, I was ousted as commissioner uh, several years ago. There was a whole uproar and there was a whole vote and there was a mutiny. And it was um, it was a whole thing. Oh, and that's where the figurehead comes from. Correct. That, okay, correct. I, I can of all see power. that. Okay, continue on, right. AJ. 
All right. So yes, um, you had discussed whether we should change that mid through. I was actually for it. Okay. Uh, five spots on the bench is, is not a whole lot. It does make it very tight. You have to make some tight, tough decisions. Um, it, it also does leave people on the waiver wire, right? I mean, that, that's the other argument there is there are, there's some depth. And if you get lose somebody, you can go get it. Now, for those who've lost two quarterbacks already this season, there's nobody out there. So that's a tough situation, but um, it is, it is a different situation. I have already felt it. Have you already felt the, the, the five spots and how tight that is? Oh yeah. I mean, you, uh, I mean, forget trying to keep a second tight end, like even oh, keeping yeah, no a third chance. quarterback is dicey. And so, yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see by weeks. In, by weeks are going to be very fascinating. Um, who knows how, what this does to our fab dollars. And if people are jumping at guys early and then you're left with nothing at the end and that could get be, become a headache. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we, like you mentioned in episode one, we're going to have guests on this podcast and perhaps it's a, it's a, it's a newsmaker. Perhaps it's somebody who took a tough beat. Perhaps it's some controversy. There hasn't been any of that in this league in 20 years. Um, but we got a special, special guest. Well, Hank, before uh, you get to that, I'm yes. so sorry. No. Uh, one matchup that you're so humbly, you know, not mentioning here: uh, Royal Rowdies uh, sure. against Ouchies, Ouchies, one seventy nine point nine five to eighty point five zero, a ninety nine point four five point victory. Now, that's not the largest margin of victory all time in the league. Did you know that? I didn't actually. Okay, so you can look. I love this about Yahoo. You okay. can look this stuff up. In 2018, Bean Counters beat the Johns by 118.25 points in Week 10. Now, I think that there's a trend here. I don't, I don't know the Fauci's, Ouchies, the Johns. <laughs> there's something about that. Now, huh. even even in my handful of years in this league, I can tell you by Week 10, um, John is not paying close attention to his roster. So you have that going in there. But yes, that was not the highest uh, point margin of victory. 118 points just a couple years ago, bean counters over the Johns. But I doubled up uh, Foss this week, which which yeah. felt good. And, you know, this is the time of the year where he is actually paying attention. So right. <laughs> he put up 80 points when he's actually fully engaged. So um, I, I will contend, though, I don't think his team is that bad. And I'm going to keep him. I'm going to send him direct messages this week and say, hey, hang in there. Build hang in there. And build, I'm going to build you up. Encouragement. Hebrews 3.13. And uh, and because I love him. And I don't think his team is all that bad. It's He's just got to figure out a few things and stay engaged. You sound like Minnesota yeah, Vikings. I had a massive week, and it felt really, really right. good. And <laughs> I know, I know. It felt really, really good uh, to finally get something out of Mike Williams and even Breeze Hall. And so, yeah, Murray Jackson, I mean, Jackson in that game, we'll talk about it in a moment, but but Lamar Jackson just went bananas. And so that obviously helps. Yes. Uh, now, we, now we can get to our, our last matchup. Um, but I think before we do that, we, we are going to take a break. Is this a good time to take a break? Let's take a break and hear from a sponsor. All right, here we go. Hi, guys. League GM Greg Meyer here. Above all else in recent memory, I mean memory, the one thing that really defines us over here at the Air Balls organization is style and class. Whether you're a man about town or an international man of intrigue, looking good doesn't have to be a game of tit for tat with your wallet. Whether it's shopping for melons while rocking some diamond studs or sailing the med in your flowy pirate shirt, when you look your breast, I mean best, you can accomplish almost anything. You want to be the kind of man that can innocently send out a picture on a group text thread and not have it be eviscerated by those jealous, jealous of your panache. Check out all of our styles and lifestyle articles at www.noobsboobstyle.com. That's www.noobsboobstyles.com. 
mention this podcast for a discount on all merchandise. Noobs Boobs Style Site. Say ta-tas to high prices. Great to have a sponsor on board. I mean, the amount of work we put into this just to get a little something back for the efforts, uh, the server space, all that costs money. So um, two sponsors on board for this week has been great. Um, Noobsboobs.com. We appreciate your support. Yeah, we appreciate your support. And I know we're in, we're in talks with Olive Garden as well as Ancestry.com as well. So yeah, we've got we've got people pounding on the door to get in front of our audience. So that's fantastic. So thank you to Noobs Boobs. Um, like we mentioned, we're going to bring in... Um, Guests, we got to talk to the newsmakers of the Big Ten League. And so our first guest, you know him, you love him. He's an original member, and he's had a massive first two weeks in the Big Ten Fantasy Football League. Gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Nate Gustafson, owner of the Lambo Leapers. Nate, good to see you. Great to be with you guys. Great to be with you. Uh, I, I just want to say a PSA. Do not look up noobs moves on <laughs> any search engine let's just let's just be clear about that right right thank you for that pastoral care nate um my goodness first of all great to have you on the podcast uh, love you so much um happy year 20 to you and yours it's fantastic to be back together again it's fantastic to have you in minnesota we'll get to that in a moment but what is going on with the lambo leapers in week two and week one yeah yeah i mean it's been it's been a wild ride you know um i, I really feel like the guys have just put together a really special run. And um, I think right now I've got at least a hundred more points than anyone else in the entire league. Um, so I'm just hoping that I can like use those, those points in like other weeks. That's a thing, right? Like I can just shift into the weeks that I need. Yeah. Does that work? Okay. Yeah. But it's, it's been, it's been a, a really fun ride after a couple of years of being off that, you know, I, I pride myself and usually in the mix and, I feel like since we've transferred to an auction draft, I really haven't hit my stride. The snake draft was kind of my my jam, and Dave knew that, and so he was like, "We got to change something so that Nate stops winning." And uh, so we went to this auction draft thing, and your dad quit, and you know, still has money to spend. I mean, there's just so many layers to this. But, so many layers. You know, I feel like I'm I'm finally so many getting, layers. getting the hang of this auction draft thing. No, I, I, I'm not. I'm trying not to be offensive here, but when you look at your team, when you came out of the the draft or the auction, um, did it? Did you feel like you had a team that was going to put up near record numbers through two weeks? I mean, yeah, no, I don't take that as offensive. I, I honestly, I was sitting next to Dave saying, I think I have a really good team because I feel like I don't have any weak points on my roster. You know, I feel like top to bottom, they could all do well i feel like the only weak spot is probably my run running back too and i think aj dylan's still gonna have a decent year and i you know have a backup on the jets i mean it's the jets right but he's like the only one guy like living running back on their team it seems so you know in a pinch hopefully he can perform but yeah i just i took a flyer definitely on the guy who scores 45 points for me let's be real um but it was like tyree kill jalen waddle in his second year new new regime who knows like this could pan out i definitely did not see him ever going off for six touchdowns but i feel like the sky's the limit they're just getting used to each other still so it's gonna be a good year yeah i mean nate so you spent 59 dollars out of the draft on cooper cup was that your what and, and again he, it looks like he's gonna run it back again this year because they keep feeding him again two touchdowns again on sunday it, it looks like he's just gonna he's just gonna run this whole thing back like he did last year 
26 points out of Cooper Cup, spent 59 on him. Was that your goal going into the draft thinking, I'm going to go hard at Cooper Cup? No, no, it was really more of a like looking across the board and saying, okay, I want to, I want to go get one of those guys that I feel like every week is going to put up points for you. And I love, I feel like in the auction draft with us playing three receivers, it's, it's often receivers that are super thin. So I feel like it's worth the extra spend at the top of the draft to make sure you're getting a guy that will perform. Now, like I said, I've, I've been pretty much terrible the last couple of years. So um, it, I don't, it panned out this year, at least in the first two games. So, um, but I, I feel like you have to spend on a receiver at this point hmm. from what I've seen. You, you mentioned those wide receivers. You, you do have, um, three wide receivers with a week 14 buy and one running back with a week 14 buy. Are you one that plans ahead and, or am I, are you just finding this out? Are, did you plan those to be same week buys or are we panicking right now? AJ, I appreciate you. You letting me know that, but I figure by week 14, maybe I'm, are we in the playoffs at that point? Last week of the season. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's fine. There you go. I don't plan on losing before then. So, you know, it, it'll just be that, that rest game before the there playoffs. You go and kind right set but yeah no i had no idea yeah top what is it, a snake draft i <laughs> i could pay attention to that stuff but i feel like when it's an like auction draft you just don't i mean i'm not that smart i, I mean t- i'm looking at your team again top to bottom pound for pound um i mean even the guys on your bench are putting up starter like numbers um i mean i'm on ross st brown could be a huge bright spot bright spot if barkley starts becoming barkley of old my goodness it it, it could get scary Burrow's got no offensive line, but Tua picked it up for you. And so, again, an, an incredible historic week, two incredible weeks to start things off. Nate, you have won. You let's just look back here again. You're 20. You've won um, the title five times. So, essentially, we've had 19 seasons. Wow. You've won five times. That's like a quarter of the time you're bringing home a trophy. Um, talk about now. You haven't won since 2013, but still, that's a lot of titles you've you've piled up in this league. What has that? Um, meant to you personally and how has that impacted your life <laughs> well I, you know i have to i have to thank Jesus. no uh yes, i have to well. my wife first and foremost because she won several of those um it's true that, that's the honest truth uh some <laughs> this this is a great story that somehow i don't remember even what the scenario was but i had some lockout issue with my original account like made my wife my co-commissioner and then like dave would not let me transfer it back like and so my wife is like why am i getting notifications i don't want to get these anymore and i'm like they won't transfer it back so like solid three four years it was Kristen who was managing my team which which was great but you know i mean obviously for me it's just staying connected it's the laughs it's messing around it's you know god has definitely worked on me because i think i've shown my immaturity several times i think i was probably one of the guys who voted for the commission to be the figurehead at some point and you know uh showed my child like this there faith like a child be like a child yes. I, I definitely embrace that for you know some of those moments or the uh the, the tragedy of the year when my auto my team got auto drafted with multiple you know running backs and no receivers but who's who's counting right like who's paying right. attention to that so i Made mean uh, like no quarterback. So I guess that he's living that dream this year. <laughs> Nate, you talked about um, your immaturity and I want to, I want to dive deeper into that a little bit more. Um, <laughs> this is something AJ and I didn't talk about last week. And I'm surprised we didn't AJ actually was, and I know you've got, and I, I should just encourage everybody right now listening to go listen to the state of the purple pod with AJ 
that he does weekly, and it's a fantastic podcast where they break down the Vikings. Are we mature we, enough for this? We, well, I, this is what I'm going to get to. Um, <laughs> AJ, you and I, we didn't talk about the Vikings' big win over the Packers in week win. We don't necessarily have to, but um, now that we have Nate on as a guest, who's a diehard Packers fan, um, I, I'm just going to ask you, and AJ, you'll, I'm going to bring you up to speed here. Nate and I, we're not sure we're mature enough to actually have an adult conversation about the Vikings and the Packers because every time we do engage in this conversation topic, it, it gets heated. It gets emotional. Um, I mean, Nate's a Christian brother of mine for decades and I want to punch him in the face. Uh, Are we, are we mature enough as Christian brothers to talk about Vikings Packers? And, and isn't this why Jason put you through a wall? I'm pretty sure that had something to do with, the drywall yeah, they but had the drywall m5 in the west townhouses of bethel because of a vikings packer discussion that is correct I, hey i mean I, I'll, I'll give you the go um i think that the best conversations about vikings and packers if you know any vikings fans or if you know any members of the vwo uh dave i know you cross paths with them uh during your time with tv um I don't know that a mature conversation does exist. So uh, by all means, if there's more to be had, uh, dive right in. I'm, I might set this one out and just, just kind of watch you guys go at it. But uh, this, is, this is great. And we don't have to discuss it now. I think a lot of the people in this league have heard it. But, but Nate continues to defend this team, and I'll always defend the purple. And, when, and I think Nate and I are a lot alike. Nate, correct me if I'm wrong. I think we're a lot alike, and I think we both want to win in a debate. Oh, yeah. And um, and we've debated a lot of things over the years. And... I've yet to lose. It's been great. <laughs> oh, but a lot, lot of bits there. Um, what was it like, just real quick, what was it like losing to the Vikings week one um, and not looking all that great? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think what it boils down to is, like, if we if three plays change, we beat you in that game. And so I walked away from that game uh, feeling uh... like we're, we're right there. You guys still left us in that game, even though we played, like, trash. Like we just basically said, Justin Jefferson, do whatever you want. And yet we were still there into the fourth quarter. Like you guys were still sweating, let's be honest. And, you know, I mean, the reality is Aaron Rodgers is still totally jacked up on that, you know, legal substance that he did in Peru. So, I mean, I'm not even sure he was there. Um, now, now it seems like he's, he's finally there again. So, no, I, I think, I think you guys had, you had the juice on that game and you definitely, played well and um but then came crashing down to earth in typical Vikings style the next week and you know I, I still think we win the division going away. So it's uh it's gonna be fun to to see what what really goes down here. But yeah, I mean how did you feel, Dave? Well real quick before you Dave, before you get in there, I, I close my eyes right there and everything that you just said I heard on KFAN today <laughs> in regards to the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles Minnesota Vikings game three plays away from winning, uh, kept us in it till the end. You know, we were there, still going to win the division. All those things uh, were still definitely spoken nine to noon, specifically on KFAN, uh, but definitely on Vikings fan line and everything as well. So sorry, Dave, go ahead. Uh, well, I, I, that's a hundred percent accurate. Uh, nine to noon. Nice, uh, nice poll. But I, uh, Nate, I love you. I think it was the best time to catch the Packers though. I will say as a Vikings fan, I mean, I'd much rather play them week one where they're figuring, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't play in the preseason or rightly so let's catch them while they're still figuring out these rookie receivers and no Devonte Adams and whatnot. Um, so it's the right time to play you anyway, you're going to get tougher as the year goes on, like you always do. But, um, I feel the, the momentum and the division shift. And I love it. And I'm here for it. So, uh, Nate, 34 years that you've just been hoping 
I am proud of you for starting the way you have in this league. I'm, I, I'm proud of you. I'm impressed. Everybody's you're gonna ha- you're gonna have a uh, target on your chest though. Everybody's uh, everybody's gonna be gunning for you at this point. Who's your next opponent? Have you even looked ahead? Some guy who's gonna lose. That's Christian Brotherhood right there. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, will anything play, else? Will we play fantasy football in heaven? I mean, I think I think we will. Right? This is deep. And this is this we should have happen. you on as a weekly guest where we can ask you theological the, the yeah. intersection of theology and fantasy football. Yeah. It'll be the there, blind beating the blind. <laughs> nice. There was a fan. We had a league verse at one point. Do you know it by heart? I mean, it was pulled from the message. So I don't know. A league, <laughs> it, I think you pulled it from the, the message and it, and it somehow <laughs> to pull the word in fantasy somehow. And uh, yeah, so that was, pro- that was definitely not out of context. I mean, that was good exegesis for sure. Okay. Um, but no, I don't have it memorized. I, I really... Yeah, I've fallen off, man. You know, I'm not a pastor anymore, so, you know, what the heck. Hey, one thing before we let you go here. Um, you, you did score 100 and what was it, 195? Yeah, correct. 195.2 to be exact points this last week. Um, digging through the archives, that is not the highest score in a single week. Do you know who had the single highest scoring week? I feel like someone went north of 200. I feel like that happened. But here's my question. Is it is it? Apples to apples is the question. Was it the same point scale? Because okay, so it, it happened scale. in 2020. It happened Seven in 2020. Points. Okay, I think it was being so, honestly. It uh, it happened in 2020. I believe yeah. that maybe minus half point PPR. When did that get added? That was 0.5 to PPR in 2020. Okay. okay. Um. So in 2020, we had someone mm-hmm. score 204.39 points in week four. Being he's on, he's on the podcast right now. No, he's on the podcast. It's one is of it three. AJ? Is it AJ? One of three. I don't no. think it's me. It's not me either. It's me. It was Lam- Lambo Leapers. Oh, I did. Lambo Leapers 204. Oh yeah. I, re- I actually remember that. And it was like my only good game the whole freaking season. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, can I spread these points out, please? Yeah. Yeah. I actually do remember that. That was like being that was like my moment of being a Viking fan where like your your hopes get really high. You're like, I can't lose and I'm gonna ride this to the Super Bowl and then you know Gary Anderson happens. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. That was yeah, we're used to it. I mean it's it's the fatalist life of a Minnesota sports fan, so we're good. When the we're Packers are out, I will say something has shifted in my heart. When the Packers are out, I actually cheer for the Vikings just so you guys can have one. I, I really genuinely do. Wow. It's weird. That's big. I don't think I do the same for the Packers. <laughs> no, We've won 13. It's fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's We're funny good. how you just know it off the top of your head. It just rolls off your tongue. <laughs> Still one of the worst managed franchises in NFL history. But all right. So Nate, we love you so much. Thanks for being a guest on the podcast. Feel free to hang on if you want to. Um, I'm here. But we, I'm here. we can officially let you go, uh, at least, and close out this portion of the podcast. Thanks again, um, Nate Gustafson, for appearing on uh, today's uh, show. He gets a $25 gift card to uh, Olive Garden when you're here, your family. Um, Wow. um, Nate, we're going to take a quick break. AJ, we're going to take one more quick break, and then we've got a few things on the other side of the break, including a new segment we're going to kick off this week. Hi, guys. League GM Nate Gustafson here. Something that we at the Lambo Leapers organization struggle with a ton is causing others to stumble. 
It truly is a heavy cross to bear. My own boyish good looks go on as far as the eye can see. Whether it's friends renaming my fantasy team Pastor Peach Fuzz, or the awkward gushing of a sexagenarian repeatedly declaring me handsome, I am always looking for ways to put thirsting on the decline. Like, take a listen to what's posted on my message board. Nate Gustafson could punch me, and I'd probably apologize to him. Or how about this one? I like my men like I like my Nate Gustafson. Tall, blue-eyed, and Nate Gustafson. Or the worst one was this. I'd like Nate Gustafson to read Song of Solomon to me. Slowly. That's why I've created my own internet filter. Introducing Nate's Anti-Thirst Internet Filter. Available only on Android. Nate's Anti-Thirst Internet Filter. Now you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm. Special thanks to the Nate Gustafson Thirst Filter for all of you who visited uh, noobsboobs.com earlier today. Uh, Get this thirst filter for your Android phones tonight. Thank you again to our sponsors. And AJ, um, before we turn our attention to a new weekly segment, um, here's one thing that's on my notebook here for this week. You had mentioned in the text thread that you had sent out some, quote, panic trade offers uh, on Sunday as you were watching the 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 scores roll in. You didn't know at that point that you were actually going to win in week two. Are you a panic trade offerer? And, and how many panic trade offers did you send out on Sunday afternoon? Um, I sent two out and they have both been rescinded since I pulled off that victory. Now this was a panic um, quarterback situation, right? Trey Lance had gone down and I was trying to figure out what to do. Um, so it was, it was digging into those wells. Those have both since been rescinded. Um, I am, um, as we speak, um, texting with an owner trying to uh, finalize a different trade. So, whoa, 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 um, whoa, 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 whoa! Can you break some news right now? I was hoping maybe it would get done on the podcast. Not, we're not there yet, but depends how long you drag out this 20th anniversary segment. <laughs> it might get done. We'll see. Me, um, I would never drag anything out. First of all, um, but wait a minute, AJ, are you saying you're in negotiation talks right now with another owner? Don't say the name. Yep. But you are you are back and forth with another owner right now trying to work out a deal. Right. I'm, I had to push him a little bit to hopefully try and get uh, maybe some resolution before waivers run. Um, because one way or the other, I think that waivers will factor in um, after this trade and potentially before this trade. However that works, I guess. Um, yeah, so I, I, I got I, I laid the heavy down a little bit and said, hey, waivers run tonight. I mean, are you are, are you in or are you out? I need to know. Um, and now we are uh, we are in the midst of a back and forth. Okay. 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 Well, break some news. Feel free to, to chime in anytime with some some breaking uh, truffle news. Right. So um, I'm going to throw this to uh, to your segment, and I'm going to handle some business at work. That's not, that sounds great. Yes. Uh, yes. It is time for a brand new uh, weekly segment. Being that it is year 20, Nate mentioned it. A good time to reflect on all the memories, the bits from Chester Gate to Ancient of Days to Catholic blessings on the message board. It's time now for a trip down what we are calling the Big Ten Memory Lane. You wanna go where everybody knows you someday. Yeah, it'll be a segment we do weekly as we 
think about year 20 and all the wonderful memories that have accrued in those two decades. And so I will pick one fun memory from our 20 year history together and I will sh I will shine a light back on it and uh, and we will uh, feature it one uh, one memory per week. I'm going to take you back to December 2009. Nate uh, is still on the line, actually, and he knows this time well. Dan Meyer and I are living together in an apartment. We were roommates. We were we were roommates. Let me clarify. We were roommates living together in an apartment. It's the first round of the playoffs. It's late in December, 2009. It's cold. Nate and I are snuggled up on the couch. No, I'm sorry. Dan and I are snuggled up on the couch. That's another memory. Dan and I are living together. We're in the first round of the playoffs. I am playing the chicken wing. No, I'm sorry. I'm playing Lambo Leapers. Dan Meyer is playing chicken wing. It's the first round of the playoffs. And we go into Monday night football. And Dan and I are both down one-ish, two-ish points. And our opponents, Mike and Nate, have a guy going. Mike has Kurt Warner. Nate has um, a receiver for the Cardinals. Um, and we're both down and thinking it's over. Um, oh, he had Anquan Bolden. He had Anquan Bolden. We're, we're, we're down a point or two. I mean, it's going to take an absolute miracle to even pull this off. But let's watch football because we love football. Well, we start watching the game, and it's ugly. The offense for the Cardinals isn't moving the ball. All of a sudden, it's late in the fourth quarter. And Kurt Warner has thrown a couple interceptions. He's actually negative points. And Dan has taken the lead. And I have taken the lead because Anquan Bolden also fumbled. Somehow, miraculously, we're in the lead. And we don't have players going. All of a sudden, it's middle, middle of the fourth quarter. And Dan, I mean, I am writhing in anxiety on the floor. Dan is moving his arm, wind, trying, like a referee winding the clock trying to spin the clock down as fast as he can because he knows if the game ends right now, we actually pull off a, a win where we actually gained points without even having players going. And we did it together in person. Tick, 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 tick. Dan says, there is video proof of this. It's on Facebook. I'll send it in the show notes and I'll send it on the thread. There is video proof of us in December, 2009 in our apartment, writhing in anxiety. Five, four, three, two, one Kurt Warner goes for negative four or five points Anquan Bolden goes for negative two or three points because he fumbled as well and we both win and advance and knock out the chicken wing and Lambo leapers in what we call the miracle on Dahlia Street and it still is one of the biggest holiday gifts I've ever give I've ever received we advance in the playoffs and uh it was an incredible night dan and i were in a in a hog pile it was just a two-man hog pile so it got a little weird but we dove on each other in the living room to close out nate and, and mike season and for us to advance in the playoffs nate do you have any re recollection of that incredible memory oh yeah i can't i still can't because it was it would i had i had kurt warner so it was a little little opposite there but i had kurt warner and I had Larry Fitzgerald. I had two guys going. Two. Crazy. Two. And I lost. I mean. That's bonkers. Like negative points. I don't even. I think if you look at all Kurt Warner's games, that never happened again. So. Yeah. So that's but, that's your first memory of the of the year in that segment. We'll have plenty of memories to share as we as we reflect on year 20. Thank you for letting me letting me share that. And, and AJ, it's good for you, too, because you get caught up on on the league lore. Uh, yeah, I missed it. I'm trying to get this trade done. Uh, but hey, I'm sure it was a great story. Um, I, I'll, I'll tune in next week. I'm trying to set this roster. Uh, tragedy has struck. 
since I'm here and I might never get the invite back, do I get, I mean, Kurt Warner does have another epic moment. And, well, we'll get there. We'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, we'll get to that when Dan Meyer is on the, on sure the pod. Did. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yep, some big uh, some big matchups coming up um, as as negotiations continue in um, a, a potential trade here tonight, a blockbuster involving multiple teams. We'll get to that um, in, in a moment, hopefully. But Airballs remains undefeated. Hats off to Airballs, even though he's winning kind of ugly. Um, you know, starting zero two for Westside Hooligans is a, is kind of a big deal for Dan. I know he left the draft feeling pretty uh, pretty uh, confident. Uh, an zero and two start isn't great, but yeah, leapers, the balls, and truffle. Um, my opponent next week is Truffle Shufflin. Um, looking forward to that. Could be potential matchup of the week, AJ. Yeah, so hang on real quick. Um, I'm looking. Oh, man. Um, uh, sorry. Just got bad news. <laughs> Ruining the podcast in week number two, trying to handle business. Um, my, okay, my, so. my, my walk down memory lane next week will be AJ's failed attempt to pull off a trade during the taping of the podcast. But Right, yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll never know exactly how it went. Uh, if it doesn't turn out, but uh, yeah, so it, it's you and me next week. I haven't even looked ahead yet. It is. It's you and I, and it's going to be a battle. Um, and I, okay. I, I was looking ahead, kind of scouting you out going, boy, you don't really, you don't have a lot of quarterback help. So it's no. going to be interesting to see what you do here. Um, right now. I mean, the projections are not truthful right now. Cause I have an open roster spot trying to fill that roster spot, um, efforting greatly <laughs> to try and fill that roster spot uh, right now. But yes, I mean, it, it, let, let's just look down the line real quick. Okay. So we got the quarterbacks and, People don't really care about our matchup head-to-head. But um, it is Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. I mean, that's dynamic players uh, who put up gigantic weeks this last week. So well, I feel like, and maybe I'm mistaken in this this recollection, I feel like this year has been bonkers so far as far as players just going off and, and super high scores in fantasy world um, accumulating pretty quickly. Is that is that truthful? Do you feel like that way too? I think it's across the board in all of my leagues. I just see these scores that are going crazy. No, I, I agree, and yet there's kind of a, a, a disparity we're already seeing happening with some really big, consistent, steady fantasy football names. Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, Delvin Cook not doing a whole lot. And then you've got these other guys who are just exploding on the scene, the Lamars and the Tyreek Hills. And and so it's I don't know if it's a little haves and have-nots we're seeing right now, but certainly even some big fantasy names aren't performing very well. But then you're still seeing some massive, massive scores. So... I don't know. We'll see what happens just kind of scoring across the league if that is kind of all elevated this year right. or not. But um, it's certainly uh, it's, it's a wild first two weeks. I'm looking at um, I'm looking at the bean counters who started 0-2. And this is what happens when you don't have a lot of quarterback help. Think of the two teams that don't have a lot of quarterbacks or at least steady quarterback play. You look at the bean counters. They had Matt Ryan going who didn't do much. They didn't even score a point. And then Marcus Mariota. Right. So if you if you don't if you lose those bookends. um or don't have great play from those bookends, you really lean heavily on your uh, on, on, on your skill positions, and it can be really tough. And then, of course, conversely, you, you have uh, John Foss and, and Fauci's struggling without quarterback help. So for your sake, I hope that you can pull off a deal and, and find some help in that position. We'll see. Uh, otherwise, we're going to have to get really aggressive um, on, the, on some other options that we're pushing out there right now. But um, the, the most recent development in this uh, this text string is I think we're going the wrong direction. So Really? Okay. Um, You're getting gonna, farther apart. You're getting yeah, farther I apart. I don't think we're going to get resolution within the recording of this episode of the BTP. Um, but stay tuned, right? I mean, hey, stranger things have happened. I just I was down 70 points a day ago, and look at me, and now I'm 2-0. Right. 
Right. I, mean, I um and, and just for your sake, um yeah, you have an empty spot in your in your I was gonna do a projected score for us next week, but nobody wants right. to hear about that. It doesn't even make sense anyway without your quarterback in there. Yeah, we'll um, figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's gonna be a great week. Um the podcast rolls along. Thanks for all the executive producing work that you're doing, AJ. So when you're texting AJ or you see AJ or you're on his Facebook or whatever, thank him for putting this thing together. This is a fantastic thing that literally is rejuvenating this league and it's awesome. Oh, um, okay. So big news. Okay. This is not trade news, okay. uh, but we, we did just get confirmation for next week's podcast, uh, two brand new sponsors. Un- get out of here. Brand new sponsors. You're selling this thing like crazy. Right. Right. So tune in next week for two brand new sponsors of the BTP podcast. Episode number three. Uh, we won't talk about our teams the entire time. Like we kind of did this time. I apologize. I got distracted. That's my fault. Uh, Dave, I appreciate you. I appreciate the time. Nate, thank you for taking time out of uh, your busy day with family in town to uh, join us and discuss uh, a silly game that uh, only eight people are going to listen to on this podcast. But we do have confirmation that people have listened to it multiple times. I have the analytics. I can prove this point. People are listening to this multiple times or, or they're sharing it on John Foss's Facebook page and people are stumbling upon it saying, what is this wonderful thing? And, uh, and enjoying it. So this is fun. I appreciate it. AJ, love you. Appreciate you. And good luck in week three. Not we'll see you guys later. Yeah, what? Not, yeah. not too good of luck. For you. <laughs> okay. Well, I Christian brotherhood. There it is. That's, that's, that's what I said. All right. See you later. Bye. All right.